Pastors Larry and Tiz welcome you to another New Beginnings Church podcast. Go deeper into God's Word with practical messages and lifestyle studies that will equip, inspire, and encourage you in your relationship with Jesus. Get ready to be fit for life. I'm excited to preach this morning and share. And the one thing that God is really stirring up in my heart is how to be a light in the world during the time that we're in right now. You know, I love Christmas time. I, I go to uh, uh, Highland Park. You know, I love just taking my kids there. Dark terrifies me. But when I go to, uh, when I go to, um, what is it? What is it again? Did I say it? Highland Park, you know, Christmas light is just magical. It, it shines. It's, it's, it's brilliant. You know, the kids love it. And this is what I want to talk about it today. Even 4th of July, when everything's dark, you see the fireworks going up in the sky and it just brights the place. You know, it's amazing. The contrast between light and dark, it just gives you feels, right? It just makes you excited when you see that contrast. Suddenly, everything's dark. Suddenly, light comes up. It's just amazing. You know, when I walk into our church, sometimes they have the LED uh, wall uh, on, and it's just amazing. Light brings you what? It it, it really uh, brings a a healing to your spirit, you know? So this is what I want to talk about today. It's let your light shine. For us Christians, we know that the light represents Jesus. The light represents Jesus and the dark represents the world. Today is a day that we want to talk about letting our light shine in the world that we're in right now. As our sister was praying earlier, it's scary to see what's going on out there. It gets boring, actually. I keep telling my kids sometimes, man, life, it's been boring. Thank God we have Jesus and we know where we're going, but it's not the same as it used to. You know, yesterday there were a couple of uh, people in our, we were, I took the kids to the pool and, and I was looking at my phone and suddenly the lady thinks I'm taking picture of her and she's come arguing with me thinking that I was taking a picture of her. I said, no, I, I was just looking at this way because of the sunlight and, and it was dark. So people are just, you know, they're victims. You know, we have to be so careful nowadays. But listen, in the midst of everything that's happening, God still wants you to shine your light. And that's what we want to talk about. If you have your Bibles, go ahead and open in the book of Matthew chapter 5, verse 14 through 16. Matthew chapter 5, verse 14 through 16. It says this. You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bow. Instead, they put it on its stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. Listen, verse 16 says, in the same way, let your light Let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your father in heaven. Listen here. Jesus is telling his disciples, you guys are light. So let your light shine. That means have purpose. You know, I believe we're not just here for being here. (laughs) I believe there's a purpose. If you're still alive, if there's still fresh breath of air in your lungs, that means God wants to use you. There's a purpose for your life. You know, I learned this a long time ago. If things are too quiet in your life, that means you're in the wrong way. Because the devil only comes after those that there's a purpose in their lives. If he comes after you, if he tries to use your 
son against you or he tries to use your wife or your husband against you, you know, he's going to try to find a gap to get in, you know. And if he's trying to do that, that means you are on the right track. Glorify God, praise Jesus, because you are on the right track, okay. What it means to you is this, that he can come against you, but greater is the one in you than the one in the world. Listen, there's a purpose for your life. You're not giving up. You're not quitting. We're not here to quit. We're here to continue to do what God is calling us to do. And everywhere he takes me, I'm going to shine my light. The world, it's really dark. But it's important that we shine our light. You know, how many of you have had the experience of walking in the dark? You know, sometimes I have to wake up in the middle of the night, go to the restroom. Thank God I kind of like already uh, memorized the way to, to the restroom, you know. But like if you're in a different place, like maybe you were in a hotel room or uh, you're traveling, staying at a friend's house. Man, you're like trying to, you don't want to wake up or you don't want to make a noise if someone's sleeping next to you. You're just trying to figure it out. It's so hard to walk in darkness, you know. Light represents righteousness, so when there's light, that represents righteousness. When it's dark, it represents sin. First John chapter 1, if you have your Bibles again, First John chapter 1, verse 5 through 10. I'm going to quickly read it over here. First John chapter 1, verse 5 through 10. It says this. This is the message we have heard from him and declared, declared to you. God is light. Listen to this. God is light. In him there is no darkness at all. Thank you, Jesus. If we claim to have fellowship with him, yet walk in the darkness, we lie and we do not live by the truth. Wow. If we claim to have a relationship with him and we're still walking in darkness, that means we have no fellowship with God whatsoever. Listen. With one another. And the blood of Jesus, his son, purifies us from all sin. If we claim to be without sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us of our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. If we claim we have not sinned, we make him out to be a liar and his word has no place in our lives. His word has no place in our lives. How can we have a relationship with God? How can we fellowship with God? John's first answer here, what he's saying to the question for us believers to have a fellowship with God, we got to understand that God is light. Once we understand that he is light, there's no way to have darkness and light together. Listen, I always say this. It's, it's something that I always, whenever I have a chance to preach or, or, or minister to someone, I say, listen, there's, one, there's a couple that must divorce. You're looking at me like, okay, who's that? Okay, there is a couple that must divorce. Listen to this. Faith and doubt. Faith and doubt cannot go together. They must file for a divorce, you know, because you have to have faith that wherever God places you, he will use you. He will bless you. He will make you shine in the middle of darkness. Listen, you might be in a situation right now that you don't know what to do. You might be in a situation right now that you're saying God has forsake me. He will never live or forsake you. He is for you. He is with you. He will guide you. He will order your steps. 
steps. Great is God in your life. You might not see it today, but he's working behind the scenes. Listen, all you have to do is do what's right. Shine his light. It's so important. This is the message that we heard from him and declared to you. God is light. In him, there is no darkness at all. God's ways are always right. God's ways are always right. You know, sometimes there's a couple that we're we're counseling right now. They're going through a situation in their marriage. and, And I've been telling this person, listen, don't worry about what your husband is doing. Give it to God. If you keep putting your hands on it, you're not giving it to God. If you keep trying to do things with your own strength, you're not giving it to God. Just all you have to do is shine your light. Trust the Lord. He is for you. Listen, don't try to do it on your own strength. Just trust the Lord. Believe in him. Know that he is for you and he will walk you through. He will open the red seed for you. Oh, Pastor, but you don't know how hard it's been. Pastor, you don't have idea what I'm going through. Listen, just do what you're supposed to do. Shine his light. Just do your part. When there's nothing else you can do, the supernatural of God will act on your behalf because that's the God that we serve. But a lot of times we try to wait on him and we're not doing our part. Our part is to shine his light. Our part is to do what he's telling us to do. John he literally uses this as illustration about God, about God being light over 30 times. Isaiah 55, 8 and 9 says this, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are your ways my ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than earth, so are my ways higher than yours. Okay? And my thoughts than your thoughts. He is in a different level. He is in another level. Listen, we see it with our physical eyes. God sees above us. He sees what's coming ahead of you. Listen, don't worry. Don't worry and don't be concerned about what to dress. That's what it says in Matthew, right? Don't worry and be concerned about what to dress. Don't worry and be concerned about what to eat just shine your light because his ways it's not our ways his thoughts are not our our thoughts listen he's ahead of the game he's ahead of the game we're so concerned about our future sometimes we don't know you know i just received a message this morning let me read it to you Uh, a, a member of our church sent us this And this is what she said. I know this is Mother's Day, you know, but this is such a critical issue that I wanted to share with you. It says Biden handing over U.S. sovereignty to who? To a World Health Organization, which it means, did I say right? Sovereignty? Sovereignty? Sovereignty. Yes, thank you, thank you. You know, it's hard sometimes. <laughs> Sovereignty. He's trying to handle this to the World Health Organization, which means they can claim that there's a pandemic or, 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 or any, they can stop us anytime, pretty much. We don't want that to happen. You know, but we have no control, but we serve a God that has control over, over everything. Listen, it doesn't matter if the world is falling apart. We live in a fallen world. What matters is that if we serve him, what matters is if we follow him, what matters is if we shine our light, it doesn't matter what we're seeing around us. God still God and you will still strive. You will still do great things for his kingdom. That's what really matters. 
Walk in the light, verse 7. But if we walk in the light as he, as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another in the blood of Jesus. His son purifies us from all sin. Listen, our values, our behavior, our attitudes, our attitudes, our commitment must be in harmony with God's character rather than with the natural passions of the fallen humanity. We must be in harmony with God. Nothing else matters. We must be in harmony with God. Nothing else matters. Listen, don't matter what they're saying about you. They're saying you are no good. They're saying you're not worthy. They're saying, oh, you're going to fall. You're going to fail. You know, you're not going to get anywhere. Oh, you starting this business. Listen, oh, he's a loser. He's not getting. Listen, it doesn't matter what the world's saying. It doesn't matter if they're pointing their finger at you. It matters your identity. It matters who God created you to be. Be the light in this world and shine his light. That's what we're supposed to do. Rabbis of the Bible times, they would use the word walk in to word picture the act of commitment. So they were right. I'm walking in love towards that person. So what the rabbis were saying is I'm committed in love to that person. I'm walking in righteousness towards God. I'm committed, committed to walk in righteousness towards God. A lot of times we don't even know how to preach the gospel. We're pointing fingers. That's not the gospel that Jesus Christ wants us to share. The gospel of Jesus Christ that he wants us to share is the gospel of love. He first loved us. It doesn't matter. Oh, he's a, he's a LGBT, blah, 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 plus. There, there's so many letters right now. It doesn't matter. Listen, you love them. You do not agree with their sin. I tell my kids all the time because they are now my 10 years old uh, baby girl. She's listening to things. She's hearing things in school. I'm like, listen, Talita, what I tell her is this. You love them. You don't agree with what they're doing. What they're doing, it's a sin. You know, oh, I was born this one. There was no such a thing. God created man and woman. <laughs> okay. That's what God created. Okay. But listen, just love them. Your actions, be the light. Your light will reflect in darkness. And they will see something different about you. And they will say, wow, you never judged me before. You just loved me. (laughs) And they will say, I want what you have. Listen, God wants to use you in dark places. A lot of times we're trying to, I've been... I've done so so many times. I've done street evangelism. We go to Mardi Gras, and we share the gospel there. When we're there, we see these guys holding signs. You're going to hell. <laughs> you're going to burn in hell. I mean, how in the world do you think you're going to win that soul when they see a sign saying, "I'm going to burn in hell"? No, you are loved. You've been chosen. We care about you. Let me give you a free hug. Doesn't matter what you look, the way you look. It doesn't matter what you're doing. It doesn't matter the way you smell. Listen, a lot of times people don't want to go preach to the homeless. Oh, because they smell bad. Listen, we are all dirt. (laughs) If I don't take a shower, if I don't put deodorant, I'm going to smell bad just like them. We come from the same place. It doesn't matter how much money you have. It doesn't matter what. Uh, what pl- 
place of uh, society God has placed you, we all go to the same place if we don't have Jesus in our hearts. But what we're supposed to do is be the light. Be the light. Jesus said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. John 8, 12. When there's a power outage and someone is with a flashlight, what do you do? Do you go in front of that person with the flashlight or you go behind that person? You go behind, right? We are in the dark, in the world. God is in front of you. So just follow his steps. Just follow his lead. Just go after his heart. Listen, don't try to bring your own agenda. Ask God. Pastor Larry always says, what is it that you're doing around the globe today, Lord, that I can join in? (laughs) You know, don't try to bring your own agenda. Join into what God is already doing. Let him lead with the flashlight in front of you. That's how we do it. Listen, we have God in our hearts. That means we are the light, but we still commit sin. There's not one of us that had never committed a, that has never uh, gone through life without committing a sin. We all have sins, you know. But then verse eight says this: even those walking in the light need forgiveness and cleansing. From sins they commit. First John 2 1 says, My dear children, I write this to you so that you will not sin. But if anybody does sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous one. So listen, don't put, sometimes we try to put a load in our back. Oh, I committed that sin and I, I, I'm not worthy. I was telling my kids about that song, Amazing Grace. I mean, a wretch like me. I mean, he recognized that he was a wretch. He recognized that he was a sinner. And how can God still save? Only by his grace. Listen, don't carry a burden that does not belong to you. We make mistakes. We do wrong things. But God is a God that will always be ready to forgive you if you not keep falling in the same thing too because what they're doing right now is ah i just keep doing the same thing and god keep forgiving me no there's a part of god that says i am love but i'm also a god of justice of righteousness don't keep doing the same thing oh you're watching things that you shouldn't be watching and you keep doing and asking for forgiveness no (laughs) walk away because at one point god's gonna be like okay i'm okay The cool thing is this, that we have freedom to decide in our actions. And if we don't have the strength to say no, we have one that can break the chains. To break every chain, to break every chain, to break every chain. We have one that is able to break every chain. That's our God. We sin. What are some of the symptoms of being in the dark, darkness? You use feelings instead of sight. These are some symptoms for you to recognize that you are walking in darkness. You know, you could be in church your whole life and be walking in darkness. There's a lot of pastors that are doing a lot for Jesus, but they're completely away from Jesus. You can work for Jesus and be away from Jesus. I was one of them. 
You know, I've learned how to preach. I've learned how to lead worship. I've learned how to do the youth. I've learned how to raise an offering. But listen, I was living my life away from God. You know, because you can have a lot of responsibilities in church and not spend time in his word, not spend time praying, not spend time fasting in a relationship with him. Listen, what he wants from you, it's all of you. You know, it's, it's not just a little bit of me. You know, he wants your heart. He wants your hands. He wants your eyes. He wants your walk to be righteous. Listen, God wants all of you to worship him and honor him. Not just a little bit of you. Don't think that, oh, oh, I'm saved by doing good actions, good deeds. (laughs) Sorry, man. On that day, he's going to say, hey, depart from me. I don't know you. Listen, we must shine our light you know using feelings instead of sight can't see where you're going you're like this i gotta gotta go i gotta touch this for me to be able to see it i have to touch this i have to touch the pulpit for me to know that i'm behind the pulpit listen we walk by faith (laughs) not by sight we walk by faith i can't see it but i know my god is able to move that mountain i can't see it but if i have faith as the sight of a mustard seed i don't know if you've seen a mustard seed he will move the mountains on my behalf god is for you you don't walk by sight you walk by faith You walk by faith. You know, when you make your decisions, how do you know sometimes you are walking in darkness? When you make your decisions, you're making decisions fear-based. Oh, I'm doing this because I'm afraid that if I don't, something is going to happen. Listen, you know who you are. (laughs) I was made a new creature. The minute I said yes to Jesus, I don't have to fear anything other than him himself. You know, I fear him. (laughs) You know, anything else, I don't care. If they fire me tomorrow, God is my God. He will find me another place. If they do something against me, God is my redemption. God is my redemption. He will redeem me from any accusation or anything that happens. Listen, God is for you. You don't have to make your decisions under fear. You know, simple, a lot of times, if you're walking in darkness, the things that are simple become very hard. Think about it. If you go to a lady's purse, (laughs) my wife tells me, hey, Wonders, can you grab my keys out of my purse? I just handle her the purse. Because it's simple, right? It's there. But there's so many things there. I have to dig in. You know, like, dude, here's your purse. Just find it yourself. You know, the simple becomes hard. <laughs> right? Crazy. A, a woman's purse, you start going in there. It's like, it's, it's, uh, it's endless. You know, it's endless. And, and it's simple. But it becomes hard. Simple becomes hard when you are walking in darkness. And you lose the sense of direction. You lose the sense of direction. John 12, 35 says this. Then Jesus told them, you're going to have, you're going to have the light just a little while longer. Walk while you have the light before darkness overtakes you. The man who walks in the dark does not know where he is going. So you lose your sense of direction. You lose your sense of direction. It's like those lighthouse that shines the light <laughs> by the beach, by the coast. <laughs> what do they do? Those that are navigating, they follow that. 
You know, we got to follow the lighthouse that it's God that is showing us the way. Now, how do I step into the light? Maybe you're asking yourself, okay, I'm a Christian, pastor, I'm a Christian. But maybe you have a little darkness in your life. How do you step into the light? Let me give you three things. Confess your sins. Confess your sin to one another. Don't just go out there and confess it to everybody. Because there's a lot of acu- uh, people that are accusers. Is that how you say they, they want to point their fingers and, and bring accusations over you. Listen, no, find, pray to God and say, Lord, I need to confess my sin to somebody that I can trust that will help me. Accountability is very important, guys. I have account, uh, accountability partners that help me. At one point in my life, I was going through a situation that I needed somebody to be there for me. Listen, accountability partners are very important in your life. Pray that God will give you somebody. Remember, who was that that held Moses' life? Uh, uh, hands. No, Joshua, right? And Aaron, Joshua and Aaron, Aaron, yeah. Lift up his hands. They were there to help him. Walk through. Listen, there will be times you're like this. You're just exhausted. And you would need accountability partners to be with you. Confess your sin. Pick your fellowship. Pick your fellowship. Who you're doing life with. You know, my parents... One thing that my parents, unfortunately, they ended up getting divorced. My father was a pastor. You know, I wasn't raised to see my parents divorced. You know, I always saw my, my father in the pulpit. He was pastoring a 5,000 people church in Brazil. Suddenly now I find myself with my parents splitting, getting divorced. You know, I chose, listen, there's a lot, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to touch on this because there's a lot of things. I came from a broken house, home, right? Because my parents divorced. I could have stayed there. And be a victim and just look in the rear mirror. Or I could just look the, the windshield that is ahead of me with the opportunities in front of me. A lot of times, even with African Americans, I hear, oh, we're victims. No, we are one. We are one DNA. We're the humans created by God. I can look in the mirror here and stay there, but there's a windshield ahead of me. Listen, we're moving forward because God calls us sons and daughters of Christ. I'm no different than anybody here. We are humans created by the most high God. I could be there just... Crying and wasting my time. My parents got divorced. It's hard. As a, as a, as a child of a pastor, I look back now. I, I, I don't have Christmas with mom and dad. I mean, I'm a grown up, but still it's good when you have your parents together. You know, it's different. But I don't have Christmas with them. I don't have my birthday with them. You know, they, they just, they just want to talk what's nece- the, the necessary. They, they, don't, they, they don't get along, which is like for me, God, come on, they're Christians, you know. <laughs> but but they, they still got a lot that they have to do in their hearts. I could stay there or I could move forward and do what God is calling me to do. Because if I stay there, I would not do what God wants me to do. I use that as an example now to say, listen, God can still redeem your life. God can still restore your life. God can still do different things in your life. Be the light. Pick your fellowship. 
And lastly, love his word. Take time to read his word. Hosea 4, 6 says what? People are perishing because of lack of knowledge. You know, I was talking to my mom the other day. Well, not the other day, actually yesterday. One of my mom's best friend, she called her on Friday, left her a message. She didn't respond it. Saturday morning, we find out she had a a heart attack and she died. And my mom started telling me, it's just hard to believe this. Because she had so many prophets telling her she was going to live. She was going to travel the world. She's going to do this. God was going to, this lady was going through a divorce. God, God would, uh, prophets would tell her, listen, God is going to restore your marriage. I'm not saying God can change his mind. Maybe take her home. But listen, don't be running after prophets. <laughs> a lot of times we want to hear a prophet speaking to us when we have the word of God that is the living word of God that is always prophesying over our lives. This is our manual. This is the instruction to live your life. I don't need to hear. I mean, I'm not saying prophets don't. Listen, I have had people prophesying over people prophesied over my life saying I was going to travel the world. God has given me the opportunity to travel the world. You know, I never thought that one day I would travel in so many nations. God has given me. God uses people. God uses his prophets. But a lot of times these prophets, they're so in a I told my mom, you know what happens a lot of times? And I tell her, people like your friend, people like you sometimes, you guys are always calling them and they feel that need of prophesying. Even without hearing God. Because they don't want to embarrass themselves. Because they are prophets, right? So maybe they are empty at this point. They don't have anything to say. They say out of their flesh. But here there's no flesh, the word of God. <laughs> Love the word of God. You know, we can make a difference by shining our light wherever we go. It doesn't matter what you're facing. It doesn't matter the circumstances around you. What matters is that God chose you. When I look each one of you, listen, I see a beauty. Got a lot of handsome guys in this room. Beautiful ladies. God created each one of us very unique. But he created us in his image. How cool is that? He created us in his image. We're different. We're different than animals. Oh, we came from, oh, no, 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 no. We came from here and there. No, we are different. God has given us a soul and a spirit. We were created in his image. And today I say, let your light shine wherever you go. Let's bow our heads right now. Lord, we love you. We honor you, Jesus. Father, we're just so thankful. I'm just so thankful that I'm different from the world. I'm just so thankful that each person in this room or each person that's hearing this message, they have a very unique thumbprint. That means they were fearfully made by you, by you, and they are unique. And you have called us to shine our light in the middle of darkness. Father, I don't know what people are facing today. I don't know their situation, their problems. But I know that you are God above problems. 
I know that you are God above situations. I know that you are God that will give us victory. And I pray victory in Jesus' name today. I pray healing if there's anyone that needs healing today. I pray healing if there's anyone that needs forgiveness today. I pray that they will receive forgiveness, that they will know that you love them, Father, before they were even created, Father. Father, I pray that wherever you take us, we will shine your light and make a difference because we live for you. The purpose for our lives is to live for you and glorify you. We honor you today. Father, we pray as we go into our main service today, as Pastor Tis shares this morning, Father. Father, I pray for every mother in the house. Father, they are amazing. They are a blessing. Through them, Father, we exist. <laughs> and I just pray a special blessing over them today, Father. We love you. We honor We pray in your holy name, Jesus. Amen, amen, amen. God bless you guys. Thank you.